0: Welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast presented by MAP. MAP today released a new collaboration of some new sunglasses with 100%. They're uh, available now at MAP.cc. And if you are heading to the Tour Down Under, they have their pop-up shop up and running again. So make sure you go check that out. Today on the podcast, we sat down with Jared Drizners, the Under-23 national champion. He uh, talks us through his race, talks us through his year coming up and uh, we look forward to following him as he takes the green and gold bands overseas this year. Thanks again as always for tuning in for the podcast and if you do want to help us out please just leave us a review, tell a friend about the podcast or give us a follow slash share on social media. Welcome to the Stanley Street Social Podcast, episode one. Season three, the third summer, Campbell. We've uh, been around the Australian circuit. Welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Alex. We've got
0: the champion of the under-23s, Jared Drisner, with us for his debut on the podcast after he uh, scooped up the national jersey on Saturday. Welcome, Jared. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. We're going to uh, run through the the time trials, maybe touch on the crit quickly, and then... uh, Delve into the road races, then also look at uh, Jared's career, see where he's heading this year, where he came from, and then we've got about ninety listener questions to go through. Turns out he's a popular man. I'm mm. nervous.
1: He's um he's he's on trend at the moment. You can say yeah. He's on, he's, he's involved.
0: Uh, the time trial. Were you, you there, Campbell?
1: Yeah, I was. I was on on circuit actually, um, and I think Jared will probably agree. I'm not sure when how many you've done, but the actual. The TT course was good, but also just the hub. There was a little bit of there was a little bit of atmosphere at the TT this year compared to previous years, where it's been set out in the paddock and there's been nothing going on. There was a there was a nice little race hub. Um, you get to see the riders come f- through a couple of times because they did laps. A bit of ice cream, some food, and I thought it was a really good, really good day. I'm not sure what you thought as a rider. Yeah, though. it was a
2: bit more of a vibe than that, that. Like you said, that sort of. Uh, backpack sort of, <laughs> know, uh, what would you call it? farm yard? <laughs> yeah. uh, Previous country setting. Yeah, country yeah. setting. And um, what yeah, what was, was the course? Good. What was different? It was. Oh, I'd only done the old TT once, but it was. I'll look at it more like a modern day TT. You start in like a sort of town. You you work your way out a little bit technical, go up, go a like steep berg, left out back, two loops of that down Fiskins, which is pretty hairy in the TT extensions. Um and then yeah do two loops of that which is pretty good mentally I reckon and yeah I, I didn't mind it
1: big tick I think Alex uh,
0: from a elite perspective somewhat of an upset Campbell you're the in-house time trial professional talk to me
1: well yes and no I mean Durbo's always always on top-notch form in January we know that I mean and he proved that as well on Sunday but Rowan he's got the Olymp- uh the the world's jersey. He gets to wear that all year, so maybe there's a little bit of, um, you know, I don't need to win the Nationals. I'm already wearing Worlds for the year. But, yeah, I mean, I was not taking anything away from Durbo. It was a super ride on a on a pretty tricky course. I mean, I didn't do it. Jared did it. But to average 48.5 around there with some of the climbs, and it was quite technical as well. It was absolutely scorching.
2: That's quick. He would have had a big dog on the front, I reckon, for that Yankee flat road for sure. How
1: quick were you going down the the steep descent?
2: I wasn't looking at speed, but it was yeah. Oh Fiskins was like I hit seventy five, I think. Yeah. But the Yankee flat was like sixty. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cruising. Yeah.
0: Like <laughs> it was it was fast, yeah. And I didn't even win, so <laughs> Yeah, those boys must be winding it up down there. So uh Luke Debridge took the took the Chockies over uh the world champion, Rowan Dennis, which was an interesting but well-deserved result. Chris Harper in third. Nice little debut for his uh, new yeah, squad.
1: Yeah, the new kid as well, mm. as some might add.
0: Looking very skinny.
1: Yeah, he all reports that he was three <laughs> kilos lighter than last year. So to do a TT like that, it's it's pretty um, it's pretty impressive and pretty
0: exciting for the future. Happy in fourth. Nathan Haths in fifth. Damo sixth. And uh, Marcus Curley in seventh. Yeah. Something I didn't really note until sunday's race but we'll touch on that we'll later on, on that, yeah uh the under 23s may as well have the in-house guest run us through that how was it how'd yeah, it was you go pretty, it was pretty windy i ended up fifth was
2: hoping for more but um a classy field i mean luke plapp second as a first year second to the welds in under 19s to remco who's a big name uh kelly o'brien obviously yeah world record hold on the track everyone knows that um and a Massive ride from Carter Turnbull in third. Mm. That was probably, yeah, yeah, highlight of his week for sure. And I think almost in forms, that was a very impressive ride. Big coming of age there for him.
1: Yeah, big time. Was he an under-19 national champ uh, on the road or TT? Maybe. He
2: was under-19 road race Oceana champ Okay. Um, when it was in Tassie a couple of years ago. Yeah. But yeah, he's sort of hasn't hasn't been doing too many TTs. And for this to, yeah, come out and do this, that was that was a big ride. Yeah. And, he, yeah, he's he's pretty skinny as well. He's pretty light, so he would have been doing... Yeah, that's a big ride, I mean.
1: Looking for some big things from Carter and Rudy, I think, this year in the NRS with yourself, mm. stepping away and Raf coming back on a bit of a part-time kind of basis. The Some of the younger boys are going to have to step up and a result like that, it's, that's really impressive.
2: Yeah. yeah they, Carter and Rudy, they were both there at the last lap of the road race as well. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they're hitters.
0: Your uh, teammates... We was was teammates Luke Plapp last year. You also know Kel O'Brien from the track. Got any insight for us? Uh, I think they did similar numbers. Kel
2: was maybe a bit above four hundred. I think Plapp was close to it. So big ride from Plapp. Some big numbers. Um, Some big yeah. horses. Yeah, it, is. it is big numbers, yeah, for sure. I think, um, yeah. What can you say? It was pretty close between those two. Eight seconds or fif- 15, fifteen seconds, man. maybe. Yeah, um, not much. I think it was. The way back from Yankee Flat, the U Bolt plap really just mowed it home, from what I had heard. Yeah, um, was in the airpiece. Come on, mate, like it's neck and neck. Just fight it, and uh, yeah, he just he just mowed mowed it down and took away the win.
0: The uh, much well, well, touch on the women's before we head on to the criterion Actually, Sarah Gigante uh, in a class ride has, has taken out the elite women's time trial at the age of 19 yeah well, she was she, born in 2000
1: yep she was <laughs> she was um she obviously won the road race last year yes and yeah in the road race you can you can get you know you got to be good at bunny young but you can sometimes you know get a little bit lucky but in a tt there's there's no hiding
2: that's honest yeah
1: um that's yeah that's not properly honest so to beat some of those girls especially grace brown and um and her fosses who are having a little bit of a resurgence with a with a new last name and she had a, how long did emily Herfoss knee roper have off the bike mm, at least a year surely two years yeah so she's come back in a big way as well but yeah sarah gigante she's looking it looks like she's lost a fair bit of weight from last year she, she we don't like touching matured. on these sort of things but just just that young kind of weight she might have lost a little bit and she was looking like proper fit mm.
0: a real athlete yeah yeah and delivered in style. So she took the chocolates over Grace Brown in the Elite Women onto the criteriums. You were there. You were there. Talk to me. It looked disgusting well, on the TV and it kept cutting out. So I didn't get a heap of it. Yeah, not
2: great coverage. We After our race, we went back to watch some men's and kept cutting out. I think that's just, yeah, the weather, but...
1: I think the the temperature was like ten degrees, but felt like five. Oh, minus it was minus that ten. Cold. <laughs> it was freezing. It yeah. was so cold. It was so wet. There was a bit of a chilly wind as well. I'm not sure what it was like racing, but I, I wouldn't have wanted me doing a hot dog crit. No. Nah. That sort of
2: condition. I mean, I was keen. Don't get me wrong. I was very keen. <laughs> as a defending champion. Yeah, I wanted to back up the title, but um. Yeah, that cold, I was not prepared for that. I'd been leaving my rides late in Adelaide in the hot hot 40 degrees, prepping for a hot bunny young, yeah. and uh, that cold was something else that shocked me about. I, um, yeah, personally oh, was not prepared for that, and it really shook me up. Like I finished and I was shivering like borderline hypothermia or something something bad. <laughs> it was not nice, yeah. But, yeah, hard man and Kelly O'Brien won in, in fashion. Bridge to the big, break, like... When he bridged across, I'm mm, like, he's, he's just going to win this, yeah. he's
1: bounced across the brake, yeah. conserved a little bit and then
2: yeah. Connor Leahy from process. uh from Inform he was charging that day apparently. Yeah. Everyone was saying he was the strongest in the in the bike race. That was a big That's ride what for they him was like, saying. Yeah, yeah. Like his <laughs> apparently his uh his numbers were up there like four thirty normalized three eighty average or something for almost an hour. Yeah. Which is big.
1: There was a few crashes as well in your race, yeah. It? there was a, it was corner? pretty
2: slippery, yeah. They did, actually I didn't know but they um sort of like scraped and washed the circuit, yeah. which was really good. But yeah, still obviously slippery and yeah. people being nervous, that sort of thing.
1: Because it wouldn't have rained in Ballarat for four or five months, so all yeah, that I'll, diesel we'll, on the road just I was rolling <laughs> in and it was out. like just
0: oil all over the road. I was like, oh, this is not going to be fun. <laughs> but uh, the course is pretty good. Yeah, kudos, C A, yeah. for a little bit of sweeping down the bottom. The trackies had a field day. Kel winning the under 23s, and then Welsford just torching the sprint in mm. the in the elites in their full black kit couldn't find themselves a team kit for the for the race but wellsford i haven't seen this you haven't really can't really see the sprint online yeah well i was i think i was
1: 150 meters to go so you mm. couldn't really see that much but i thought Caden groves was gonna gonna take it out but wellsford just got he's just got that much horsepower he's such a he's such a big strong bloke and yeah, I mean, it's good to see him See him uh, get the, the national championship and he heads to tool down under next week with, with yourself as well. I'll be, I'll be
2: leading him out in the people's choice or whatever it's called now yeah. in, the, in the stripes. Cam be Scott cool. as
1: well is going as well. So you guys are going to have a bit of a, a, bit of a powerful of yeah,
2: powerful. Yeah, it should be good.
0: A bit
1: of horsepower.
2: Yeah, a bit of horsepower from the track.
1: Those guys
0: aren't far out of Tokyo and riding wet crits in January <laughs>
1: yeah like, I mean, the way Kill was going you wouldn't know that he's got mm. Tokyo just around the corner he was on a mission in a big I, way I just
0: remember seeing that and just going well, is Porter, it a bit? Porter
2: and, uh, and Lee drove up that morning raced drove back the next day like they were they were going all in for that elite one for yeah, Sam okay. yeah
0: it's a commitment to the cause yep um, on to the race we're all waiting for the under 23 road race Again, no TV coverage, but that's why we've got you along, Jared, to uh, run us through. Start us off.
2: Do a bit of a recap. Yeah, yeah, give us a
0: recap. 12
2: laps, 140k. Um, brake went up early. I started last wheel with a with a thermal and I was a bit unprepared there. I didn't want to be cold again. Um, yeah, brake went with a few hitters. Elliot Schultz, Connor Reardon, um, big Tom Benton from Inform. They were charging along. They got out to like three and a half minutes at one stage. Yeah. Um, only role, only team that didn't have anyone in there was ACA and Nero. They put up a little bit of a chase, but sort of crumbled a little on, on the climb. They didn't really have have it in them. Um, weren't super committed for anyone. I don't think they were just like, oh, we missed it. We have to chase, that sort of thing. Um, I was going to be antsy in the bunch. Me and Kel especially we were like, oh, we want it to be hard. Like want to get there, don't blow out too much, like that sort of thing. Um, so not much happened for the first sort of half. Then I, I whacked it six laps to go. I was like, yeah, I've had. An, I just want to test the legs, see see what's happening, see how it reacts. Um, whacked up the climb, didn't look back. Are we, too are we much. talking
0: a full blown launch from the bottom?
2: No, nah, just just like just just went from say quarter quarter way back from the front. Just just drove it um, until after the feed. Sort of then looked back. No one was really interested. Like I think I had Luke Puff and Wheel who's like, nah, got people up the road. I was like, yeah, fair play. Keep going for a little bit, and then. Um, I think maybe Tyler Lindorf went over the top, made it a little bit tricky. Um, He was going very well after a couple of crashes early on. And then that was like the first big split. It was like, all right, who are the big boys here to play today? And it was maybe 20 people there. It was like, all right, okay, that's who we're playing with. Came back together, lap five, no worries, just just relaxed. Lap four, I went again from the bottom. And that was like maybe from fifth wheel, I proper launched. And that decided like a, a split of 10. Um, and yeah, Tyler Lindorf and Seb Burbick actually, they were getting getting into it at that point. Um, the break was sort of I oh, within that. Um, uh, Rudy Porter launched himself at the front. He had a bit of a sneaky attack through the uni. After Got,
1: binning it in the uni, yeah, early in the piece. yeah,
2: he he tore his skin suit up big time. I almost come down there as well, <laughs> um, a little bit hairy, but uh, yeah, he had a big ride to get to the break. Pulled bomb bomb back from the break to charge him back up there. So inform had a
1: almost three votes. Tom Benton. I'm not sure about yeah. you. Obviously yeah, the winner, but Tommy Benton. That was a massive ride. Massive What is he? Eighty yeah. odd kilos and yeah, dragged his body around doing the job yeah. for the team.
2: He'd be like six foot five. I reckon. Yeah, he's a, he's a tall lad as well. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're getting close to the break, and then sort of yeah, a group of ten for the last four laps, and um, then it just got sort of faster and faster. Then uh, I didn't want to do too much more because I was like, okay, I've, I've got a good sprint. I can back myself in this sort of group. Yeah. Wanted to keep it going. And then uh, coming into the last lap, Elliot Schultz still had 30-odd seconds on us and it was a bit touch and go, but he'd been out there for 140K already. So I was like, yeah, he's going to be a little bit fried. Yeah. Um, then just out of the feed, Berwick sort of went. No, CJ, yeah, Alistair Chrissy Johnson, he was the first to go because Bridgeland had two. Everyone had numbers. Inform had three, Bridgeland had two, and then it was me and Berwick. Um, and I was like just trying to keep it together because I knew I could sprint, that sort of thing. And uh, it began a bit tactical. And then I sort of bridged to, bridged to CJ, then Berwick went over the top. I followed him. He rode the rest of the climb, split, had it all in pieces. We were both committed. He was like, yep, let's go. I was like, yep, let's go. Charged charged away, got a good gap. Got It went from like 10 seconds at the top to 28. Pretty much instantly, we were happy. Um, I'm sure, you were.
1: Happy. I was. I was, I was I <laughs> Come was with me, bro. Yeah. Take me to the finish. I'm gonna dust <laughs> you up.
2: <laughs> I was licking my lips a little bit. Not gonna lie. Um, yeah, that was good. And then uh, I was like, yeah, just just stay upright, and I'll have a good sprint against him. Um, Poor bugger. I made him lead up, lead out the last k and a half. But uh, yeah, then whacked him with three hundred to go, and started saluting.
1: Did he try and hit you at all over the... No, he, the didn't. Back? he didn't. He was, he happy, was, happy. He was happy with he, second. He almost. said to me, he
2: said, oh, I just don't want to get third. I was like, all right. That works for me. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> um, I was actually still surprised that he didn't try at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get that. Or
1: at least make you, you know, ride the last couple of yeah, it out. just to make yeah. sure of it.
2: Yeah. I wasn't going to let that happen. <laughs> <laughs> nah, very, very good feeling to come away with a win.
1: Yeah, big time. It's a big race to win, Alex, the twenty three is Like if you go through some of the previous winners Caleb Ewan Miles Scottson Rowan Dennis Michael Hepburn like there's some big names that come out mm. of out of winning this race and you and you managed to put even on the
0: stat sheet you put three seconds into him in the sprint so you'd take that
2: yeah I was happy
1: <laughs> <laughs> would you say it's the the best win of your career so yeah, far yeah I'd say
2: so yeah yeah, yeah. Def- biggest I'd say yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah a lot of emotion as well just, just pure happiness really like my parents were there Informal there, which I have a great relationship with, anyone, anyone from their team. Um, just, yeah, pure joy and just a bit of relief as well. A little bit of pressure on me, new colours, sort of a bit of expectation on myself. And, yeah, it was good.
0: Nice, too, for a new team, start the year off like that, get yourself some more fresh kit. Like, it's that's a, it's a super super victory to kind of just just get the ball rolling, get that little bit of early season pressure off the shoulders and as you said Campbell it's think back to when you were under 23 it's massive it's it's,
1: it's it's the race it's almost the race of the season
0: yeah it is the race of the season there's not many times where you and just your under 23 bros get to go head to head yeah that's a thing actually yeah I was racing I was like this is a little bit different race it's like oh it's because it's
2: under 23 like yeah. not national road series or anything like that it's, yeah different dynamic for sure as well
1: and were we targeting the road race more than the TT? Yeah, for sure. So all, all my focus was the
2: on the roadie. Yeah, like I wanted to have a good TT. Fifth isn't bad. Not what I'd probably hope for, but within the training that I was doing, reasonable. But yeah, all in for that that roadie. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you're in contact with the team. You said pretty quickly after they were pretty over the moon.
2: Yeah, they were thrilled. Yeah, had some emails and some WhatsApp messages from the boys, which is awesome getting around yeah. me. So love that. Yeah,
1: we don't
0: mind that at all. On to the. Elite slash under twenty three women on the Sunday morning. Gambo, you were in the team car?
1: Yeah, I was in the who was at The race director's car. On the lap that the the three girls went away that, that split it and they were on a mission in a big way. Grace Brown, Justine Barrow and Amanda Spratt and they were never seen again. Um, I'm not sure. Surprise, surprise. Exactly. I mean, the the others that missed it, probably they had one chance if they didn't get across the next time on the climb, it was the end of their day. From what I saw, Grace Brown just pulled for seven or eight laps, maybe even more. I can't remember, but she was absolutely superb. And then it was Barrow and Spratt that came to the line and Spratt mm. and absolutely just dusted up the sprint. And, um, perfect for Mitchell and Scott. I mean, there's always pressure on them, both in the men's and the women's to, to win this national title. And, yeah, I mean, what a performance! Really. Well,
0: like if you send probably the best Australian cyclist in Amanda Spratt up the road with a strong the, teammate, with the second strongest <laughs> against the clock. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a little bit troublesome for the rest of the peloton. What I say, big ride from Justine Barrow, I reckon. Like kudos. Yeah, yeah
1: she's in her forties.
2: Yeah, something like that. She yeah. put herself.
0: Well, she put herself in the move. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, kudos. I mean, um, and I
1: imagine it wouldn't have been. It wasn't one of those moves that just like sweep off the yeah, front. The <laughs> pressure was far. on.
0: Just found myself in this thing,
1: <laughs>
0: and and she was good too on the climb. Um, Did she try and get away at all? I didn't catch it. But
1: I didn't see. I was at the finish line. Um, I wasn't watching the big screen, but you'd you'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: the she was muscling a massive gear doing yeah. a few um, the, the other thing she had too, she had Grace Brown coming, so she got dropped um, with a couple of to go, but she had Grace Brown coming and then... It was a very tricky situation. Yeah. It's a nightmare situation. A nightmare situation situation had been for her, but full credit. Came away with the uh, silver medal, so you'd take that, that's for sure. The men's, that afternoon, um, mitchelton Scott heavy field. Yes and
1: no. I mean, they were all, I think they only had eight riders. It seemed like they had 15 or 16 like in previous years, but everyone showed up in top-notch shape. Everyone played their role.
0: Maybe to rephrase that a little bit, good eight solid, solid riders that weren't doing their second ride of the year and seemed like there was less
1: others. Yeah. Yep, you could say there was no Caleb Ewan, no Richie Port. Who else wasn't there? No Simon Clark. Yeah, no Air Riders. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, ben AF, O'Connor wasn't yeah. there. So there was a number of riders that weren't there. Chris I think Hamilton. Chris Hamilton. Yep, he had a um, oh. a, a ruptured <laughs> testicle, which was um made public during the week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was there though. He was yeah, out handing yeah, out bidons to um teammates Robertos Power and Jai Hindley. So it was still like let's oh, actually not, let's
2: not go- no um guy at WA, sorry. Stora. For, yeah, Stora. Yeah, Stora?
1: Yeah, Stora. Yeah, Stora wasn't Stora. there. Just a quick one on that. If they had a sense, Stora, Hamilton, Michael Matthews, they would well, they have four or that's five a, that's guys. That's a proper squad. That's a, that's a big squad, and especially, yeah. you know, Michael Matthews, this is a good call. That's a leader. Him. Yeah. So, I'd like to see them come fully fully equipped up um, one year and try and challenge Michigan Scott, but we just saw that yesterday that it's almost impossible to beat these guys. Obviously, it's happened the last few years, but when they're on like that, it's...
2: Eight guys that can win on their own, like...
1: It just looks so hard being a, a Jay McCarthy, a Chris Harper or Nathan you He just on the back foot all day. And they
0: almost had to win solo. Like the, if they had a Jay or a Hassie there with them, it was... Mitchell a, Scott, you mean? Yeah, Mitchell yeah. Scott. So it was like, it was on. There was no like, mm. oh, let's try and get... There was no Simon Gerrans, for example, to take to the finish line. They could finish it off for yeah. you. It was an li- element of risk in taking other Cam riders. Cam probably would have their Cam, best finish. Cam was kind of the man. Yeah, mm.
1: but you don't want to be sending Lucas Hamilton to the finish yeah. with Nathan Hass and James. No,
0: no. No offense to Lucas, yeah. but he would have he would have got the bronze medal there. So probably. Yeah, and, but they were in good positions all day. They had Schultz in the early move. They had Lucas off the front apparently. Yeah, Um, Marko and (laughs) Jai. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, about
2: halfway through. To start
0: off with, and then they just played their cards perfectly with that final group. They just had things... Looked like it was all under control throughout.
1: Yeah. And it was a pretty cool start today, but it was actually quite warm in the afternoon. I got sunburned, so the heat was starting to play a little bit of a factor. Not like previous years where it's been 40-odd degrees, but you can see the riders were starting to to get a little bit of sweat on their nicks. But... um, I would have loved to have seen Lucas Hamilton win. And not very often do you see a Mitchum Scott rider get off the front and then three riders from separate teams actually work together and bring him back. I thought, second last lap, Mitchum Scott rider away, Harper, McCarthy and Hassel attack each other. No, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to work. The gap goes out to 50 seconds and that's it. They actually work together, the three of them, and then that just set it perfectly up for Cam Meyer to just go straight over the top. So, superb ride. Then Lucas still had the legs to, to leave him around the uni and pick up second. So, yeah, text, textbook performance and a big, big kudos to um, Marcus Cooley for, for third. Mm, snagged himself a third after being in the breakaway all day.
2: That was awesome to see in the car. Yeah, I was watching from the inform car. We were following Jay McCarthy. And uh, Marcus, like 750 metres to go, one leg unclipped, cramping, right leg like sticking out, like <laughs> just screaming, rolls off the front of the peloton, goes to the right-hand side of the road, has a gap, clips in, sprints,
0: third place. <laughs> How's that? Mighty impressive. And, and everyone loved the fact that he was coming in third, two after Especially his performance out, yeah, all day. Yeah, being in the break yeah like all you day. said, in the
1: breakaway. Mm. And I don't think Mitchelton were too happy with Schultze being up the front. I heard that Schultz kind of called and said, listen, I'm not happy going head-to-head with this bloke. Like, he was looking very salty. His,
2: his Knicks were very salty, Schultz, I noticed. Yeah.
1: But that's a that's a good team call from Nick Schultz to say, hang on, let's get some some reinforcement up here because this bloke is strong. Well, is
0: Schultz almost the ultimate team man in terms of race craft and, and being able to say, like not many riders would say, oh, geez, I'm probably not 100% on this. Yeah. I've got better options behind me. Send reinforcement.
1: Yeah, <laughs> It's pretty rare. Just a quick one. Luke Durbridge as well, fourth in that group with um, McCarthy, Hassan, Harper. <laughs> he's a, he's a big boy and he drags himself around here every year. He's won it here before, so he
2: was my bet actually. Was he? Yeah, yeah. 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 The double he was your punt. Yeah, he was my bet.
1: Yeah, to do the double. I'd love to see him have a you know an injury free kind of classics campaign and really be able to to get stuck into Flanders and Roubaix. Because I don't think we've really seen the best of Durbo in in the classics.
0: We did some work with Matt Heyman on Thursday after he won his TT. And I he asked him about the uh, Durbo and his condition. He's like, well, just the guy just loves Australian summer. Mm-hmm. That is it. Just cleans up in those Perth bunches that everyone from there seems to
1: talk about. So I think we probably do need to touch on the winner as well, Cam Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone that's been close on a number of occasions. And you could tell how much it meant to him when he crossed the finish line. He really wanted this one. He's won un- untold world titles on the track, but this National Road Championship was one that he really wanted. And I don't know, you and I have never won one, Alex, but winning a Nationals, <laughs> Drizzners, must be a pretty pretty good feeling to do it in the elites like he's done.
2: Yeah, well, massive. I mean, I felt good about under-23s, but for him coming back after last year, a lot of hype around it, a lot of disappointment for him, apparently, or oh, could see, you could see last year and then to come back. Even more emotion when he won, which is, yeah, Yeah. very cool to see. Very, very good winner. And um, looking forward to him doing the the Colours proud in the season.
0: And then there was Jay McCarthy, Nathan House and Chris Harper, the three men really just fighting the impossible battle. chasing their tails all day.
1: They put up an absolute... Incredible effort, especially, especially Jay. He was um, he was the one that looked like he really pinned back Lucas those mm. last 10 seconds to Lucas's gap. But like I said before, once they did that, it was just perfectly set up for another Michigan guy to go over the top. And um, yeah, Nathan Haas was looking in superb, Nick, in his coffee disc colours. Must be the first time we've had coffee disc <laughs> around Buninyong, but it looked good on yeah. a DeRosa bike.
0: Have you. Back back to Lucas, I know we've talked about this before, but did you see his attack on the T V?
1: Yeah. Whoosh. Whoosh. Yeah.
0: So good. That man is moving. Yeah, till down under,
1: look out, I think. Mm. Yeah. You wouldn't have to worry about him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so that's your problem. Be kind, please.
0: <laughs> um so Derby, yeah, Derbo fourth, McCarthy fifth, has sixth, Harper seventh, Heppy rolled in for eighth.
1: eight.
0: Yeah, Brennan Johnson ninth, and Roberto Power tenth. Maybe a little bit disappointing for somewhere. They had Jai Hindley in the early move. Wasn't quite in good enough nick and Roberto was back in the main bunch to round out the top 10.
1: Just a note, Mark O'Brien, 14th. Always always good for a top 15 in Nationals. (laughs) He must have been top 15 for the last 10 years, I reckon.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's already keen for next year, I've heard.
1: Of course he is. (laughs) Working full time, doing other bits and pieces and gets around essentially in the front group. Impressive.
2: Great teammate as well, might add yeah yeah great guy great Why? teammate. king valley this year nrs torched it up the climb for me torched it after that just rode pretty much the whole thing held off bridge lane i dusted him off in the sprint it was a great team victory yeah yeah
1: i mean he's a guy that can't do any more than 600 watts but he can do more than 400 <laughs> for three hours yeah. you can do it all day though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah big diesel any last
0: comments gents on the road nationals for you turn our attention to our guests a little bit more maybe I
1: don't think so I think we've touched on most of it it was good championships good winners good racing and
2: I think the weather was probably just the biggest thing like just Mm. colder than usual like I went out for a Rico ride the day after the the day of the Elite Man's roadie full winter kit yeah like I'd
1: yeah. It almost creates more of a level playing field, I'd say, the cooler weather. Because when it's 40, it literally just becomes a, a battle. Who mm. can drink? Who can eat the best? Um, who, who deals with the hot weather? Who is mentally ready to just, you know, almost kill themselves <laughs> to win a national championship? Where 20 odd degrees is just, it's, it seems like it's better racing. More of a bike, bike race. Yeah. There's something in,
0: too, I think racing at that temperature is easier to start off with. First race of the year, most guys haven't raced since September, October. When you're going into that race, bang, 40 degrees. Yeah, oh dear, it's, it's cramped central traditionally, yeah. and we didn't see much of it except for Marcus coming to the <laughs> finale. <laughs> um, so I think I, I agree that was a good result, Jared. Do you want to maybe let's go back to under 17s, under 19s? Where, where did you start your cycling career?
2: Uh, it actually started on the BMX bike, yeah. So I started racing BMX when I was six, down at the local club. Did that first six years, was, wasn't was too shabby at that. Did a couple
0: <laughs> of... <laughs> what, <did> is, it, <laughs> what does
2: that mean? I did a couple of national championships. I think my best place was third. No, fifth, sorry, fifth. Yeah, never made the podium. Uh, fifth in Shepparton, maybe 2011, I think. Um, last one was in Blue Lake, Mount Gambier. Was, I was eighth. And then, uh, yeah, that that sort of summer I decided to transition onto the track. I was doing a little bit of track and road during that period and it was either NJTS on the track or it was like a BMX series and uh yeah I chose the track. And I think yeah Riley Hart was actually racing me there. He he dusted up the series. I was yeah, making up numbers in the in the back of the field. <laughs> the big Junior, Big Junior <laughs> R <our> Hart. <laughs> and uh just went from there fell in love with it. Just just loved it from from the get-go. Then um Yeah, it was around the the SA scene, sort of worked my way up a little bit through under-17s, under-19s on the track and uh, with Sassy, then got into the track program, the academy, and uh, now onto the road.
1: Last year was obviously a big, big year for you, starting up with Inform on the road, and you are also in the, the Podium Potential track program. Halfway through the year, you, you flicked the track and went 100% on the road. Tell us about that decision and, and why you decided to go 100% down the road.
2: Yeah, it was a big call. Everyone's been sort of talking about it, especially after this week. Um, one that I don't regret at the moment. I think it's looking in the right direction. Um, but yeah, sort of just summing, summing my options up, like, next couple of years. Just could see more opportunity on the road, I think. Um, wanted to see what I can make of it. Um, and then, yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no guarantee that I won't come back to the track. I still love it, that yep. sort of thing. Um, but just, yeah, for the immediate future, I thought, why not give it a crack? I've got nothing to lose here. Um, road was going all right. had a pretty good Belgium stint um, with Inform. Came back and started leading the NRS overall. I was like, okay, this, this could be something here. Then um, got talking to a few teams. Obviously, landed myself a gig with Axion, which is awesome. And then, uh, yeah, 2020 season, full-time road.
0: What was it though? Like you, you're obviously very handy. It's not like this random punters getting that um, development program, which CA is all in for now. Like it's all about, all about the track. Yes. So you wear for me. I you, think they
1: call it the it's the endurance pathway, Alex. Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, so it's a big call to make for for you especially. It's it's something we've talked about a little bit. The scene's very different now it is all road I mean it is all track the road is a big jump and I guess a risky decision yeah a bit of a gamble it just felt right
2: like yeah just gut feeling was there It just couldn't ignore that really a lot of enjoyment on the road as well um just saw this opportunity and went I gotta gotta take this like yeah wasn't wasn't gonna make Tokyo I don't think Paris is a long way away a lot of time to stick around yeah I was like yeah just gotta just gotta go with this and uh yeah, that's it, pretty much. Just that gut feeling.
1: That's the thing with getting in the track program. It's almost like when you're born is kind of determines whether you're going to be in or not. If you're, if you're, what are you? How old are you? Twenty. If you're twenty, you're just like twenty with the Olympics this year, and then you're going to be twenty-four for the next one. You're like. Almost too old to then start a road career, mm. so it really just depends on when you're born and when the Olympics fall as to if you're going to be in the mix or not, or yeah, whether you want to go round again.
2: The timing was a big thing, yeah, yeah. age, all that sort of stuff, yeah.
0: You want that Edmo set up where he got that, went to London ish, got a bit when of he was street cred, really yeah, he was like seventeen or yeah, eighteen, and then went to the La- Rio. Rio, Rio in his prime, mm. and it's still kind to of
2: mix as well. I think track and road that was like a big thing also yeah track's getting so specific and then yeah yeah, i would be say 24 if i went to paris then trying to make a road career after that it's like yeah you're getting on a little bit and spending so much time on the track it's got its benefits but um yeah it's getting so specific now i think it's it's hard to mix the two as well
1: because the type of rider compared to what let's say i know in athens to do a a tp to now it's completely different isn't it like you're saying it's so specific how much weight training and
2: the gym work and all that sort of stuff yeah it's a completely different sport to 2010 or even last Olympics I reckon like everything's just changing
1: yeah
0: yeah because you used to have those boys that were doing the the duo they'd do kind of go to and fro the road and be able to manage it quite well but now seems like they're 4k sprinters in a sense like they're massive boys look at the size of Wellsford he's huge
2: Um, big change has been Alex Porter yeah he's he was a road dog back in his day and uh, now he's he's like a full time sprinter, pretty much yeah, on the track. Yeah, he was he's
1: second at under twenty threes one year on the road, and I don't know if he would get round now. Like looking at him, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I do you that. know that's just the way that it, it is for the. I did a training ride track. with him
2: back in Adelaide, and I put him to the to the sword.
1: So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, um, Porter. <laughs> talk to us more about. Last year, winning the national road series—that's you know—if you go back and see the people that have won that, there's some big names on that list.
2: Yeah, that was that was big. Um, would have loved to have won the teams class with Inform, yeah, but uh, didn't go our way in Tassie. But yeah, winning the individual that was pretty special. I mean, um, if you had told me that last year, the year before, I would have gone, ha, yeah, good joke. Like that's not even in sight. But then, yeah, throughout the season, Tropics obviously took the lead, and then I was like, okay, I could I could have a shot here. Lost it after Tweed, got it back after South Coast, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty hungry to to walk away with this." And uh, then made this made the switch after South Coast tour to go road full time. Um, won King Valley, was looking good to win Gippsland, didn't didn't happen because of the weather. Bit of a change in plans there. Um, the the stage got cut short, but um yeah, just kept going from strength to strength, and yeah, it was a a good season that's for sure, 2019.
0: Were you, did you have a bit of doubt, a bit of, was there any worries heading onto the road, th- what you were leaving
2: behind? Yeah, definitely. Well, well, there was no guarantee when I left the track. There was, I hadn't signed with Axion. it was a gamble, um, but I, it was like, I was, I was confident uh, that I could make something work and it's purely because I wanted to do it, like it was coming from within and it's, it's yeah, what I wanted to do, um, but yeah, there was no guarantee there was, wasn't walking into like a contract. I was hoping and it came through, but um yeah, it all just aligned. It wasn't it wasn't guaranteed when I when I stepped away.
0: And how did Axion come about? Well uh, yes, yeah, so I was
2: talking to my now manager, Gary McQuaid, um, and just emailing back and forth, seeing my resume, he sent it off. Axel came back, just started the conversation and went from there really.
0: And you've landed yourself on one of the probably the best under 23 squad going around at the moment I think so, so yeah that was a good decision that's for sure
2: yeah i'm pretty happy with it
1: <laughs> what does 2020 look like for you
0: now
2: uh so i'll do twitter under next week starting and then uh that's with the unisa and then the morning after nine thirty a.m i fly out to a training camp uh in california with the team so that's from the 27th to the 4th of feb then I'll go to Girona, settle in for a few days. And then tour of Oman is the first one with the team. Um, so, yeah, really looking forward to that one. That'll be big.
0: Good start.
1: Yeah, big start. Yeah. It's a
0: big introduction. <laughs> Isn't it? Welcome.
1: World to, uh, what's is Oman? That's
0: not a world tour, No, is it? no. There's a lot of world tour teams go yeah, there. Yeah, a lot of world yeah. tour teams yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Where, where do you see a year going? Good question.
2: I'll have to tune back in with you this time <laughs> next year. <laughs> um I just want to learn as much as I can. Obviously, Europe is a bigger stage than the NRS. I want to learn as much as I can off the teammates that I have, the staff that I have, soak it all up, make as much as I can of it, um, take the opportunity, rep that under-23 jersey when I can. It is. Um, and yeah, hopefully have a good season.
1: What sort of rider are you? Because I can't quite work it out and I don't think anyone really has. You're super quick in a gallop but can get around a really tricky climbing course do you see yourself as like a like a Michael Matthews kind of rider or more more classics or you don't, you're still kind of working it out
2: yeah definitely still trying to work it out I don't really know I think I'll f- I should hopefully work that out a little bit this season but I like the classics Flanders Roubaix that sort of kind of hard man's race that's what I want to be good at yeah, um, but yeah a little bit Berg. I don't mind the bergs now actually been working on that um, but then like you said I got a, an alright sprint um. Yeah, I like the classics So for
1: now I guess it's good being able to do it all, Alex Yeah, it's it's good for some,
0: I imagine <laughs> I don't know Jared will tell us about it at the end of the year Have you got any inkling of the national team races? Do they still do the national team races? Like Roubaix, Lavenire There's a few others that chop and change throughout the middle Picardia. of the year Yeah, are, was, they, are
2: they still a thing? I was talking to Pat Lane about this actually this morning on our pedal. Um, I think Axion will do under 23 Roubaix. Yeah. Flanders is a national team, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, not sure what's going to happen there. Same with Lavinia, national team. Um, I'll leave that up to CA, what happens there. I'm not too sure, really. Um, and then, yeah, Pico D, like you said, I'm not sure if that... We, me and Pat were unsure if that's still around. If it is, probably national team as well. But yeah, that's up to CA, I guess. Yeah.
0: Mm. Interesting. See, um, head on to this team. What was their process for onboarding an Australian?
2: Uh, Well, they had an Australian Michael Rice um, recently in the last couple of seasons. So he must have made a good impression for the Aussies. Um, Yeah, spoke with Axel. We got along great. He said he could see me fitting in well. Went from there. Yeah, I'll find out what, what the rest of the team has to offer. I mean, I'm just looking forward to meeting everyone and taking it all in. And getting a part of it. Living in... Girona. Girona. Yeah.
0: Lovely. Yeah, with um,
2: fellow Aussies, Caden Groves and Alex Evans.
0: Oh, good. And you get a nice little American stint just to mix things up, I imagine.
2: Yeah, hopefully. I'm not too sure how much racing there'll be in America. Maybe Utah. No California anymore, obviously. Um, So, yeah, it would be cool to head over to America a little bit, though.
0: Looking back on this transition, um, would you recommend it for your fellow... Colleagues, what 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 do you think about the current opportunities that are out there? Was this the team you wanted? Is this the kind of opportunity that you think you need to have?
2: Yeah, definitely, it has to be something good. I think to step away from the track, like the track was good, it was a good setup, um, and that's why I wanted to step into something really good on the road to justify it as well. Mm. Um, it's really up to the person. I think it's a it was a tough call. Yeah, not gonna lie, it was, it was a hard decision to make. So you got to be. I think confident in your ability confident that you can sort of make it work um, I wouldn't say it's for everyone and yeah sort of the position you are on are on the track if you, if it's working if it's not if you like it that sort of thing I think it's yeah very personal um, but I'm loving it so far
0: any final questions Cam before we get into the 97 listener um, questions we've got to run through we're going
1: to get through a lot more in the next little phase of questions so let's get into it alrighty
0: I'm nervous you worried who are you most worried about
2: the boys in general don't know, don't know <laughs> one in particular I heard Porter had a pretty funny question <laughs> so we'll skip that one
0: um, TT Daily we're just back to the, the regulars <laughs> to kick things off happy to see uh, Cam cyclists get up for the win does anyone actually ride for the KOM classification to throughout road nats?
1: I don't think so. No. Nor the sprint? No. No. I I think Lucas
2: Hamilton won the sprint jersey, so yeah. Says a lot.
0: (laughs) Nate Titch from down south. Does Mitchell and Scott, with its greater local pro numbers, make it harder to win nationals or more rewarding when you do? Hard to watch guys like Haas, McCarthy and Harper compete against an entire team on their own. I think we touched on
1: a lot of that earlier, but just to add to it, I think... Yeah, it's almost, it's deterring guys away. Caleb Ewan didn't show up this year, probably for several reasons, but I think he's kind of realised that if he is, or if he was going to win a national championship, it was probably going to be 2015 when he got rolled by Hino. Mm. So I can see why people don't want to come. I mean, Jay McCarthy and Nathan Hass and Chris Harper just got absolutely worked over yesterday. And it's a
0: lot of work and effort and pressure now for guys like Caleb that are just expected to perform to just miss the move or yeah something like the scenario on Sunday where they were just getting thrashed by Mitterton riders it's a lot of effort for that yeah big time um thanks JN if you could choose a world tour team to begin your career with who would it be tricky question um haven't thought about it too much to be honest
2: Mitchelton is obviously an Aussie team that would be cool um Lotto, quick, quick step there, cool teams, Belgian teams. Wouldn't mind that. Um, Ineos, for obvious reasons. Yeah, haven't, so you're, just, haven't, you're just happy to go pro? Yeah, happy to go pro anyway. No, I haven't, haven't thought about it too much just yet. Any
0: preference at the moment, Campbell, if you're going to jump back on the horse?
1: Oh, I think being in Australia, Mitchell and Scott would be, mm. be a great team to go to, but the ones that you talked about, especially if you're you're a classics type of rider, would also be a good fit. But, you know... Uh, English speaking would be would be nice but a lot of teams these days that aren't English um, you know either American English or Australian tend to speak a lot of English so I think it's becoming the language of, of cycling
0: uh Justin is ST001 what do you think about Cam's role on the what do you think Cam's role on the road will be this year opportunity for the jersey reference just- the tracks so that Cam's got a good opportunity to ride the Omnium at Tokyo. Well,
1: I think Jared's probably the, the man to talk to about what yeah, the, the plans
0: for Yeah, in circles. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, he will be up there for the Omnium and the Madison now that that's back in being an Olympic event. So it'll be interesting to see what he does get to do on the road. Um, but he seems to be able to juggle it really well. So I wouldn't be able, wouldn't be surprised to see see it in Europe and see it over the Australian summer for sure.
1: So he won't do the team pursuit, or he won't be in the mix at all for that. I, I don't think. I don't
2: think he'll be doing the team pursuit. No, yeah. they've got a pretty tight knit squad there with the five of them. So yeah, I think his his main focus is the omnium and the and the Madison. Who do you
1: think would be best suited to do the Madison with Cam?
2: Uh, maybe Kel O'Brien, Sam Wellsford, Lee Howard. They obviously a good duo going back. Yeah, but yeah, I think that's yeah all happening at the moment. Maybe maybe Kel O'Brien, I'd say.
0: Let's throw back the clock, Lee Howard and Cam. <laughs> is it two thousand eight yeah. again? Uh, Jack Bennett ninety two. What was with that vintage Pinarello Movie Star time trial bike? this was running. I haven't seen this. What is it?
2: It was uh, it was brand new frame actually. Movie Star edition. Um, had to be on the Pinarello for the new team. Got it from DeGrundy Cycles. So thanks to Shane and the boys there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sponsors Pinarello. What more can I say?
0: Was it, was it vintage looking, or is that just what it looks like the new one?
2: No, it was an old older Graal TT frame back, like maybe 2010 sort of spec.
1: Ooh, yeah,
2: um, I didn't mind it. I thought it was quite cool. I got a little bit of little bit of shade thrown on me, about it, <laughs> but I thought it's kind of cool, a bit of a throwback.
0: Um, couple more from Jack. Should Marcus Curly go world tour? Well.
1: He was pretty good on. He was pretty handy. Um, should should
2: Frees go World Tour? That's like the same as last year. Yeah, it's exactly. A, it, it's a always a the question, isn't there. it?
1: These questions always come up. But let's not read too much into um, into one big result. And I was just talking about his age before. What is he? He's, he's twenty six. So curly, curly, yeah. yeah. Genuinely mid twenties. So yeah. Don't
0: know. I guess uh, the best case for that at the moment is Ben Double. Making his World Tour debut
1: this exactly. year, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they were
2: teammates in Superior as well.
1: Just also a quick one on that: they didn't leave any TDU spots open for this kind of scenario, which has been a change. And maybe it's an Olympic year; they they do things a little bit differently. But you think if that spot was left open, he probably would have would have got the nod. So mm. I got a bit lost in the selection process this year. It was a bit of well, it
0: was you guys, and then you guys didn't win, and then it was Bridge Lane. And then there was some bridge lane and Trackies. It was the end. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, last one from Jack. Did the women just let Spratty and co ride off the front?
1: Well, I think it was hard before then, so they didn't just yeah. all let them ride off the front. And I, I think,
0: think- if Spratty's riding off the front, it's gone pretty full noise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really, if they weren't there, that was the race. That had the riding on the wall. So, yeah. uh, Secret Trainer almost picked the winner in December with Lucas Hamilton. Yeah, he was, he was class as we talked about, and it was literally for me just a, a matter of timing of to which move went where those other riders had to chase, and that was the winner. Um, Cole on Insta does Jared Rizners in the national champs jersey make his team more likely to feature on the Conti breakfast?
1: I don't think so. I mean. Uh, w- Axion is, is a proven proper under twenty three team. I think the teams that we touched on the Conti Breakfast to uh, we touched on kind of ironically in a way. Do you agree, Alex?
0: Yeah, I do, but Tom hasn't stuck to the rules at all. So <laughs> why not? It would it would be a good squad to go, go back in they'd time. Be, it's been be a long a, yeah. Be and a very good The alumni um, would be deep. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's on the website. It's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, so maybe that could be one that we yeah, touch on, take a more serious approach to it. Yeah, and get if, some if, and if, get some special comments from on the ground if Tom can take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Jess Camo is Jared Risen's devo about losing his file on Sorrento trucking.
2: I don't want to talk about it. He's got it's still sep- heartbroken. He's
0: got seven likes. What does that mean?
2: A truck to Sorrento, got back to Frankston, four hours deep, one hundred and sixty k, big old motor pace session. Stop the Garmin at a servo. Garmin turned off. File gone. <laughs> Lost crashed. it. Lost it. I'm, I'm about to start crying again.
0: Yeah right. Luke Plapp, one of your former track mates, dogging the boys and leaving the track to becoming a national champion. It's not really a question, but that's what he said. No regrets. <laughs> take that on board. Yeah, take that on board. Uh, last one on the comments. Philip Wood, favorite garnish on the meals went on tour.
2: Yeah, parsley. Lindog loves the parsley. Parsley? Had, had parsley on my stem for a Can you a talk to me about RS. why
0: there's so many questions about this garnish?
2: Is there a few? Yeah. Oh, it's just like just three. Linda. Linda just loves parsley. I love parsley. And the boys love parsley. Who's Linda? Lindog. She's our cook. From well, She was our cook at Inform. Still is. Not for me anymore. She's a legend.
1: Makes the team tick over, Alex. Yeah. yeah. She yeah. is a
2: proper legend. Big yeah. time.
0: Oh, good. Uh, Caleb Hopper. It's been great seeing your success since Craigie Burn or Craig Byrne. What was the name? Craig Byrne.
2: No, the, the guy that asked oh, the question. Oh, Caleb. Oh, Caleb Hooper.
0: Hooper. Yeah, I haven't H-O-P-R. seen him since primary H-O-P-R. school.
2: One of my best mates from primary school. Oh, yeah? There you go. Yeah. Tunes in. Thanks, mate.
0: What switched you from BMX to cycling?
2: Uh, we Touch touched on that a little earlier. bit. Yeah, just, the, just something new in cycling, I reckon. A bit of a shift from BMX. More of a foundation sport, I thought, for the cycling.
0: A little bit of a Robbie McEwen pathway. Did so you do BMX, did you, Robbie? Yep. Anton, on uh, the questions for the Insta, if you could go back in time, what year would you travel to?
2: <laughs> random. Um, random? I don't know. Sorry. Maybe 19... Maybe 19- Sunday morning. Yeah, <laughs> Saturday morning. Nah, I reckon I'll go back in time to see my dad play basketball. He's got a few good stories. He, I'd like to see. He him.
1: played NBL, didn't he? Played for your, the Sixers. Yeah. As, was this when the NBL was like at its peak as well, like in the nineties?
2: Uh, he played in. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dad, but maybe like eighty-two, eighty-three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The heyday.
1: Basketball was never for you.
2: Nah, no? nah. I can I can shoot okay, but <laughs> <laughs> not for me. Nah, don't have the eye hand coordination anymore. Hand eye coordination yet.
0: Pumpstagram's back. Always Welcome back. back. Goals at TDU.
2: Um, hoping to learn a lot. Like I said before, I wouldn't mind having a good one on the Sterling stage. I train those roads a lot. That'd be cool to get up and about for. Um, I'm sure I'll be leading out Wellsford and the boys in that that crit on the Sunday, which would be good fun in the Aussie colours um but yeah just happy to or oh, keen to get amongst it
1: TDU for a, an Adelaide boy in the under 23 big, that's, that's isn't big it? isn't it mm. I wouldn't know I'm not from Adelaide but it must be <laughs> Yeah, it must be pretty, be pretty cool oh, I remember, that's yeah. when you talk about when you're in 17s and under 19s like, yeah. oh, how cool to be to do TDU yeah.
2: under 15s second year I was I followed around every day collected a bidden from every team got photos of Andre Greipel Lucky mm. Morton actually that was pretty cool yeah. getting to know him um Durbo, all those kind of guys. I fell in love with the sport that year, I reckon. So, cool to be racing now.
0: That's a very cool... Jensen Plowright wants to know if he can have his legs back. (laughs) (laughs) He was actually pretty good, just quickly. He's a proper rider, man. He's a proper rider. Yeah,
2: big time. It was like four laps to go. I was like, he's still here. And he's doing a lot of work on the front. The
0: question I have is, why didn't he win the crit?
2: I think they just missed the move and then he tried to go across... And just didn't have the legs Who on the day. was donut? his teammate that was
1: super impressive? Benny McCarthy. He I think. was incredible. Yeah. But even uh, when we try to control for Jack Beckinsale, it just <laughs> never—it just never works. You can't control that under twenty-three crit. Yeah. you can't do yeah. it. Yeah, mm. I
0: just saw a wet crit. and I'm like, geez, there you go, his Jensen. Cup of tea, yeah, yeah. Plate yourself up, Rowan Wright <laughs> wants to know when you're coming back to the track. With a crying face emoji, he misses you.
2: My uh, my old coach, Rowan White, good friend there. Soon, mate, maybe. You never know. <laughs> Who knows?
0: <laughs> uh, Blondie on Insta, do you feel mentally prepared to take the next step? And how do you mentally prepare?
2: Um, I love the sport. So mentally preparing is pretty easy. I just am keen to ride my bike every day. That's not a challenge for me, really. I just want to get out there and give it a red-hot crack. But, um, and just, yeah, it's exciting times. I mean, going over to live in Spain as a 20-year-old, well, why wouldn't you want to do it?
0: Uh Blondie, another question. What's next on your race calendar?
2: Have you,
0: have you got your race?
2: No, I just know it online. No. no, just Oman, okay. Oman for now. Yeah.
0: Um Tango Oscar Mike. Is the speed suit a must have or is a race slash is there a race slash situation where you wear Jersey and Knicks? Uh the road Did race. Do you win suit? in a
2: skinny? Yeah, one of those Beauty. uh road suits, they're nice. Yeah. Um, it just feels like race day When you put that on now It's like, yeah, this is my, my race suit I'm ready to race Jersey Knicks is for training Got the race suit for racing
0: That's good um, Are you frothing over the men's TDU squad And slash event strategy from Thomas Gould? Yeah, it'd be yeah. good
2: I know all the guys Looking for a, Looking forward to a good time
0: um, Callum Pierce ninety eight. Have your goals slash ambitions changed since you progressed through the juniors?
2: No, honestly, just want to ride my bike. That's the simplest. Did you as always as want it. to be a pro? Was that a yeah? When even when I wasn't good, I was like, I'm going to turn pro. Well, <laughs> I'm like, going to do it. I wasn't yeah, good. I was all like, I was small. I was a small under fifteen. Big ambitions. I was like, yeah, that's where I want to go. So fingers crossed.
0: Um, Andy. Kennelly, any races with the national team on the cards, e.g. Under-23 Classics, Lavener, we kind of covered that. Yeah, it'd be Let's cool. Let's hope so.
2: Hopefully, yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Um, you attended Hinley High. How did your friend Kyle Gatt positively impact your career?
2: Kyle Gat, he's a hubbard. I'll leave it at that. Who's Kyle Gatt? Oh, just a mate from school, Adelaide <laughs> boy,
0: yeah. Uh, my,
2: probably my first first friend in high school.
0: Alex Porter, is it true you had three girls waiting for you after showing them your training peaks, file, and low card diet?
2: <laughs> you got to flex the training peaks. Yeah, true that. or
0: false? True. True. Jeez. <laughs> true. Yeah. Oh,
2: I was getting into it about the, yeah, the diet and the, the training keys.
0: And you're a single man. Single man. Jeez. Put that link in the bio. Look out. Look out. TDU. To yeah. Harrison Lodge. Does Jared still like wearing full stunner kit out on rides?
2: I think. I had to do that as a bet. I can't remember. Or oh, maybe I did it to myself as a prank. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a pro kit wanker though. Not, I never never owned any pro kit as a Didn't junior. Didn't you? No. Nah.
0: Oh, jeez. Jackson, uh, how much success do you credit to Carl Gatt again?
2: <laughs> Carl Gat he's a funny guy, class clown. Got me in detention once. Yeah, one detention in school. What'd you do? I think I was just on my phone or something, playing Clash of Clans, something stupid.
1: Yeah. Gats sounds like a big man on campus. Yeah, popped he's popped up a couple of times <laughs> in the comments. Dos
0: questions already. Lizzie Stannard, Yopro or Chobani?
2: Uh, Yopro vanilla on the breakfast. Yep, With Wheat Bix and banana.
0: That's Dob. That is Dob. Um, yeah, <laughs> don't think about it too much. <laughs> Philip Wood official, who's a better mechanic, Smythe or Rusty?
2: Ooh, that's a big debate. <laughs> um... Rusty, good mechanic, can't clean a bike.
1: Smiths, We know Smith can
2: clean, a <laughs> bike. can clean a bike. yeah he loves a cleaning lead, a bike. Uh, sorry, Rusty. Just work on the old uh, cleaning skills a little bit more, please. <laughs> mechanic, perfect.
0: Kyle Parkinson, uh, best tip to get into cycling teams?
2: Um, get some good results. Put yourself out there. Be a good bloke. Uh, that goes a that's long a good, way. That's a good yeah. tip. Yeah, people love good guys, so that'll go a long way.
0: And do you have a job?
2: No. I did work at Subway. That was my first job, sandwich artist. Ooh. Yeah. And then I worked in a bike shop. Um, but no, I haven't had a job for a good couple of years now. What's your go-to Subway? I haven't had Subway in a long time, actually. I sort of went off it after I stopped still working there. I, uh, it was like a chicken fillet or a chicken city. Yeah. Yeah, foot long, bit of salad.
1: It's kind of the same. I was real big on Subway in the early, you know... 2010s and I've gone off it a little bit. Zombreros, mm. if anything. I oh, Yeah, like. Sammy B's. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan Elliott, do you find pepper
0: too spicy?
2: I actually hated spicy food at the start of 2019. Inform changed me. You're on Even it Even tonight, I had a bit of spicy sauce mm. with my chips.
0: Uh, another one from Nathan. What's your favourite food besides parsley?
2: Uh, oh, Palmers, Linda's Palmers. Adelaide boys will hate me saying palmer instead of palmy.
0: Well, that's the next yeah. question from Fox Williams. <laughs> Palmer or Palmy?
2: The informed boys have changed me to a Palmer.
1: What is it in Victoria? Palmer.
2: Yeah, I hate it. It's Parmy. What do you we say? It has palmy, man, palmy, I don't
1: know. Palmy, Palmy. <laughs> no, I don't know.
2: Parmigiana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Jay Forbesy was Pat Lane the main factor you won?
2: He's a great coach. Great guy. Had a big influence on the, on the win, yeah, for sure. Good sessions he put in. Thanks, Paddy.
0: Angus on Insta, ambitions for 2020 with a new squad.
2: We touched on that a little bit. Just yeah. want to have a good season. Don't have any expectations, really. Don't know what to expect. Just want to give it a good crack.
0: And we touched on the last one from Abraham too. He's still riding for the podium, Potential Academy. No. Negative. <laughs> Negative. There was, I think, a couple on the Facebook as well, just to wrap things up.
2: They weren't too bad. I was hoping for some... I was expecting some more juicy ones.
0: Um, where was Alex Edmo and Miles Scottson this year?
2: Miles is coming back from an ACL injury. So Miles is
1: riding TDE though. He's on the he start is, list. Yeah,
2: yeah, just missed the Nationals though.
1: And Edmo, the former champion, is now a resident of the UK. <laughs> and don't know what he's doing.
0: Not racing though. It doesn't look like he's racing the Australian summer, which is... Disappointing because he normally has a big Australian summer, but um, hey, might pay off if he has bigs classics campaign. Yeah, exactly. Um, Luke Johns, how much longer does he see himself at um, HBN? He's put as the abbreviation. He's obviously in the circles. Yeah, he's in yeah, the circles.
2: Interesting. Um, <laughs> this year, potentially next year, we'll see how this year goes. Yeah, his guess is as good as mine.
0: Mm. Big year for you. It'll be interesting. Hopefully, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and out of the Aussie, Aussies who did not contest the men's road race, who do you think would have been the biggest chance of winning?
1: I think we touched on that a little bit earlier as well. Some of the names. Clark. Um, Caleb, I would love Michael to see Matthews. Michael Matthews. race. Yeah. It would be
2: really cool, I, I don't reckon. Even,
1: I don't think he's done it since the first year he was pro with, the Rabobank, all those years ago. So mm.
0: It would be good having him and Caleb with teammates. Yeah. Just mm. a couple of teammates. Who would
2: Caleb bring?
1: Hanson. I think yeah. they did it together did last, it last year. They did it last year, but that didn't go so well. Maybe you can go to Lotto and yeah. help Caleb one day. You, you never know. <laughs> There's a
0: teammate for you. All the best this year, Jared. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Campbell.
1: Yeah, been a pleasure, Jared. Thanks for coming on.
0: Thanks very much. It's been an honour.